Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Welcome to the Young and Adulting Podcast. I'm so excited that you have joined us today. My name is Lewis. I'm joined again by Joel Joel and Casey. Casey. So excited for it. Um, We were looking back at the likes and the comments and the shares from the last episode. We're like, we got to do this again. It was so nice. We had to do it. Twice. Twice. That's what Ooh. I'm talking about. So we're back. We're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit of creativity with your roles and and how you do that. What it looks like. We're gonna talk about the future of of digital and Ooh. online. Yeah, all of it. It's gonna be exciting. Buckle in. But we're starting again um, with a rapid fire question. Po- potentially, the most controversial question I've asked. Definitely the most important. Was Wanda the villain? Ooh, dun 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 dun. Who's Wanda? For those of us who don't know who Wanda is. Oh, come on, WandaVision. Oh. If if you don't know what WandaVision is, stop right now and go watch it on Disney. Get the week long (laughs) (laughs) free trial of Disney. Sit down, watch every episode in one sitting, and then come back here. Yeah, absolutely. WandaVision. We will spoil the entire show right now. (gasps) Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. You can't. we, We have to. Because we have to know. Anti-spoiler. I didn't think about that. We're anti-spoiler. Okay. Wow. Well, no, I'm just playing. Lose. Well, they're gonna lose if if we're spoiler right now, but we're going to. We'll try our best. We're talking about to. Wanda. Was she the villain? Ooh. Hmm. I don't know so much. Was she? But will, will she? she be? Ooh. I don't think she will be. I don't, I don't, I don't think she will. Be. I don't think she was either. I don't think she was. I mean, maybe. Are, I mean, are we all the villain when we wow. do things out of selfish ambition? I don't oh know. Oh my goodness. Wow. Don't, don't, don't bring know. it there. Maybe. My hypothesis, and I'm really glad that we're saying this and it's going to be stuck online. So, yeah. so we can go back to this in, in 15 years. And we'll know. Wanda will be. The big bad villain that Thanos was going to be. Mm. You mean that Thanos was? Yeah. I don't think that's. I do. Because no. the reason we connected with Thanos is because we knew his story. Mm. And there's nobody whose story we've known more than one. And she'll oh. accidentally kill everybody. Oh. Everybody. Spoiler. <laughs> everybody. MCU well, we will know. end. Okay. I, Let I mean, us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, drop a comment drop if you do comment. think. Wanda, that's my hypothesis. Was the bad woman of the MCU. That's right. I think she's going to be the villain. The villain that the next Avengers are going to have to take on. I have no credibility to speak into this. I just really am a big fan of the show. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I feel like I don't have any. I'm just, I'm just just spitting right now. Coming up with things. I, uh, I I don't even know how they did most of the things that they did in WandaVision from like the period pieces to. Just the hex and the I don't know. Loved it. Wild. It, it was. It, it was an incredibly creative show. Right. So cool. And, and you are creative people. Whenever mm. you're watching this, what is going through your mind? Wandavision. Yeah. Oh man. 
I just get excited. I would just sit there and get excited. It's funny because I would watch it with like my husband and his friends who like read all the comics mm. and know all the things. Oh, and I'm yep. just like a, a Marvel newbie. Like people will probably discredit me for saying this, but I'm going to say it. I've only ever seen Infinity War and Endgame. Wow. wow. So, you have Disney Plus. You need to go back. I know. She hasn't even seen The Office. I'm in you the have middle. a TV? I do. I'm in the middle of rewatching Grey's. So once I'm done. There's like 18 that, seasons. <laughs> it's season still three. airing, isn't it? Yes. But my husband's never seen Grey's. So I've watched enough Star Wars for a, a, a lifetime. He owes me some Grey's mm. Anatomy. Um, so Are you I've, not a huge Star Wars fan? I do, but it's time for something else. <laughs> I've never seen Grace. I don't even know what that I've is. I've never seen Star Wars. Um, what wow. are we talking about? <laughs> Sounds like there's a lot of issues we need to there is. work through. Seems like we have a running Who's list of things we need winning? to watch. <laughs> yeah, I've never... Um, I just... They would be talking about all like the little characters and Easter eggs and this and that. And I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. Like. Right. I love Full House. This looks like Full House. Like, I I think it's one of the most creative shows I've ever seen. The way that they, like, thought through things. Gosh, I don't want to spoil things, but there was an episode where they revealed someone who was a villain in the episode. And the Mm. way that they revealed it and showed that character manipulating things in every previous episode we'd already seen, I was like, oh. They're Wild. so smart. Like gave that so person cool. a theme song. Theme song. Um, yeah. this is gonna be so nerdy, but yeah. one of the things that I do. So I really love the ads that were in mm-hmm. that were in. But I would like pause them, and I'm like, Jay, I need to know. Jay's my wife, by the way. I need to know what font this is. And so I would pause, <laughs> and I'd either like screenshot or take a photo so that I could go back and reference the font or reference like something because I just I wanted to add it to my little like collection of like I love that when I want to do something that's in the 70s piece I need to know right I do that with actually with a lot of anytime I see like any graphic or any I'm like oh I need to remember this screenshot that's that's very interesting Mm -hmm. I was I was reading something this week about Kendrick Lamar's note-taking system okay Mm. and he says that it's like time travel for him Mm. so he'll be having a conversation with somebody or, or in his old neighborhood, and he'll have this thought. He'll take a note down, and he won't look at it for five, six months. Ah. And then he says, I'm able to time travel back to that moment <laughs> totally. to think the thoughts I was thinking then, Whoa. pull them into stuff now. I, it's fascinating. That's cool. I do that probably with voice memos. I have voice really? memos from like, I think I have my phone right here. Um, I have voice memos all the way from... Probably from when I first got an iPhone. Wild. Uh, yeah, so 2015, and I used to like title them whatever it was for like songs and stuff that I was working yes. on, or if I just needed to like word vomit, I would just word vomit whatever I needed to play one of them right now. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this would be while you dance. While the I way dance. You dance when no one's watching. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and watch our last uh, episode. <laughs> I don't know that. Wow, these are all gonna be hold on. Just just ten no. seconds of one of them. <laughs> just... There, there we go. go. That's it. Thank you, 2015. Joel. Haven't listened like... to that since and I'll Thank God. And we just time traveled. Yeah. Back Six to years back. Wow. What's funny is, okay, I remember where I was when I 
capture that I was like in my friend's studio and I was on his electric and I was like, oh, this is a really cool sound. And so I like came up with a line and I was like, oh, here are some words. That's cool. That's like, I mean, I don't know if this is related, but that's like um, Billie Eilish and her brother Mm. are really interesting in that way. There was, I just watched a clip of something the other day. Oh, they were in um, New Zealand maybe. And you know how when you're going across a crosswalk? Australia. Sure. Uh, Either one. Another country. And they were going across a crosswalk and they pressed, um, you know when you press a button to for the signal to go off, it makes it sound like some of them are like, wait. And like, they like ding. They like, um, it made like an interesting like clicking sound. It's like. Something like that. And he took his My phone out and like recorded it, like voice memoed the sound of it clicking while they were waiting to cross the street. And he said, I don't know musical terms like Joel does, but he said like what everyone thinks is a like kit drum or kick drum or the whatever hi-hat. the heck, hi-hat yeah. in her song, um, Bad Guy is actually the sound of the the street sign clicking. Wow. And then he played yeah. it and I was like, that's, that's so, so interesting. Sick. You know, uh, I do know that Billie Eilish is a huge Office fan. Mm. And Casey's not. (laughs) Casey's not. We're going to get her to watch The Office one day. As soon as she finishes Grey's and the the entire MCU. Have you seen any of the Rocky movies? Mm -mm. Oh, my goodness. We need to just. We're going to start another YouTube channel. uh, Young and adulting watching movies just strictly shows. for watch we'll parties yes. it'll just be us watching the things that we have not watched yet yeah and we'll invite everybody in all right let Big us theater. know if that's something you want to see yeah, oh just let my us know. goodness reaction videos to casey's first time watching the office yes hello and my first time watching star wars and your first time telling you man mando so many interesting things i i find myself curious in so many different arenas it's wild so i'm not I've never read any of the comics, but I love the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Same. interesting. So interesting. We talked about Billy, Kendrick, all kinds of people. Not planned. Um, what is, what's your creative process? Mm. What is creativity to you? We say all the time. What does that mean for actual, really creative people? Hmm. <laughs> the first thing I would say is, I think everyone is creative. Okay. That was my only note. Was took really? my only note. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, what I learned it. from Casey is that <laughs> everyone is creative. Agree. Um, and creativity is more than um, art. Mm-hmm. Creativity, ultimately, I think in its simplest form, is like problem solving. Um, wow. So if you look at it, like you're, you're creative, I, I, maybe a better way to say it is like you're non-conventional in the way that you go from a to b it's mm-hmm. just finding out whatever that like interline making it um and it's not even necessarily like non-linear you know mm-hmm. um i'd say like it's really just like problem solving like figuring out oh this is how i make this happen so some people are like oh that's so creative but really it's just like oh i just i just solve the problem mm-hmm. you know there's a problem, you fix it. That's that's so interesting. Creativity is problem solving. Casey, mm-hmm. everybody's creative. Um, thank you for that quote. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. What else do you think about creativity? No. Yeah. When you're um, working and doing your... Yeah, I think I, I discounted myself for a long time from considering myself to be a creative person. 
Um, I think a lot of the times we think that the creative title in the world is reserved for those who do creative things. Mm. They get paid to do creative things like make movies or make music or make graphic design or all this kind of stuff. So a long time I um, just discounted myself from being able to even think or do things creatively, even though that's something that I love to do growing up. Um, But yeah, I learned similarly, like anyone can be creative. Like there's no such thing as um, someone who is creative and someone who is not. So um, just in that, I would encourage you that if you're listening and you feel like you're not a creative person, you probably are. Um, And And I relate to you. Yeah. I mean, even, even you, Lewis, like you don't, your, your vocation is not something that is like creating or maybe considered creative, but I think you're an incredibly creative person. The way that you think, the way that you write, the way that you, totally. the way that Lewis problem solves or thinks of ideas and, and things to do is incredibly highly creative. Um, I wanted to share, <laughs> I was laughing my one note. Um, I read a book recently called Creativity Inc. And it's written by mm. the um, creators of Pixar. It's really, really cool. Um, and it helped me to kind of understand that creativity isn't this, I think it's funny that we like box in what we consider to be creative. Um, but it's largely about like solving problems and like um, the story of, of Pixar and, and cultivating a creative environment where you you work hard to work as a team and work collaboratively and all this good stuff. So I highly recommend it. But um, in the intro to the book, the author says, I believe to my core that everybody has the potential to be creative whatever form that creativity takes and and to encourage such development is a noble thing so he's saying like it's an it's a noble and like wise thing to develop the creativity in everybody and like help people stretch that muscle of like not thinking you're just not creative because you're working in finance or you're a business person or what have you so um I don't even know if I answered the question, but that's what I have to say. <laughs> no, you, you totally did. And this question is for both of you. Can I add one thing to that? Yeah. Um, I think creativity is also, um, creativity is problem solving, mm-hmm. but I'd also want to say like creativity is not magical. It's not magic. It's not something that's like all of a sudden you're creative. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, creativity is a discipline. Um, and I would, I would argue to say, like, if you look at um, your favorite people in the world, um, that whether they're an art, like whether they're a pop artist, whether they're an indie band, whether they paint or draw, what no matter what of what that is, I would argue it's not that this person is like they just spit out ideas all the time Mm -hmm. because they don't. No one just spits out ideas and they're all good. Um, it's that they're really disciplined about it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I was watching this thing from Ed Sheeran. Um, and there's this, there's this idea that you like, you spend 10,000 hours at anything mm-hmm. and inevitably you're going to be good at it just because you've spent so much time doing it. And so if you want to be good at being creative, you just have to keep doing it and you have to create margin in your life mm-hmm. to make that happen. Um, Yeah. That's that's very interesting. What do you do mm. to discipline yourself to be creative? Like, what does that look like in your lives? And maybe start by sharing what it is exactly that you create on a daily basis for your job. Mm. A lot. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, we it is a lot. lot. We um, we work on things like social media, like creating stuff for um, our young adults, Instagram, social media pages. At cf.youngadults. CF. Follow us. Um, and uh, Christ Fellowship Student Ministry as well. And um, we work on things like live streaming our young adult service every week and students. Um, this is like students and young adults, our next generation ministries. Yeah. Um, we do this podcast. We, um, yeah, we do a bunch of stuff on a weekly basis. And um, I would say that some of the disciplines that I've found myself being able to capitalize on are just like capitalizing on those moments when like you hear a cool sound or you see a cool thing and, and something that, um, makes you like perk up and think, well, that's, that's cool. Like that inspires me a little bit. Um, capitalizing on those moments and like taking it down, making note of it, saving it on your phone, taking a picture of it, um, and just keeping it in your back pocket. And then when you go back to do something new or do something for yourself, you have this wealth of like things that make you excited or things that inspire you to create something. Um, so yeah, we all have those moments where like, ah, this is really cool. Um, like I was watching American Idol the other day and they had this really cool way of like showcasing people's life stories. Um, and I was like, this is really cool. I'm going to take a picture of it and save it for later. So one day when I need it, I have something cool and inspiring in my back pocket. That's awesome. That's awesome. Casey, your role is very much in young adults. And Joel, you do young adults and students. So you're looking after a lot. Yeah. And at the same time, you also make music. Yep. Which is really cool. So tell us, um, you've shared a little bit about your note taking and your, your memos, but how can you stay disciplined to be creative? Yeah. Um, I would say it's finding daily inspiration would be one of like the first things is like that can be Instagram, that can be TikTok, that can be Twitter, that can be Pinterest. Uh, even if you're a guy, you can be on Pinterest. It's all right. You can you can pin some different things. In my first job, my boss was a woman, and she made me get a Pinterest. Because she what? said, you won't believe how creative you'll become. Right. That's awesome. And I bet you're still on Pinterest, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, to an extent. Um, so I would say um, figuring out, um, finding daily inspiration and creating... Um, creating moments regularly to exercise whatever has inspired you. Mm -hmm. So um, like when it comes to songwriting for me, I create time either every morning or every night. Most of the time it's every night when I'm like walking my dogs that I'll think through. I have like just like a droning pad that puts me in the key and I'll just like sing melodies or I'll think through lyrics or I'll do that. And I do that every single day. Um, even if I don't get like a whole song, even because most of the time I don't, but I'll get a line or I'll get something and I'm just always exercising that every single day, even if I don't want to. And even if um, whatever I've written is not good, um, I don't let it, I don't let it deter me because like ultimately like you've got to, you've got to get through the not good stuff to find something that's good. And even mm -hmm. if like the first thing wasn't good, it doesn't mean that it won't inspire me to, um, to something else, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, so I'd say like daily inspiration, logging and having just like a log of things that I can always pull back to mm -hmm. um, and exercising that daily. Because um, ultimately I think like 
being creative isn't about being original. Mm-hmm. It's about being authentic. Yeah. It's about being you. You don't need to come up with something new because odds are you probably won't, you know? Mm. Um, but you can come up with something that's unique for yourself mm-hmm. um, yeah. and doing that in your own way because who you are ultimately changes it. Yeah, th- that's so true. And I also think about um, like the power of collaboration. Yeah. So I'm not in exactly the same creative spaces that you are, but whenever our team is, is creating content and messages, devote like th- that kind of stuff, we're always sitting at a table we're coming up with ideas, we're bouncing things off of each other, mm-hmm. and somebody's idea will inspire something in somebody else. Right. They pitch it, it gets changed a few more times, and the end result is, is awesome, but mm-hmm. it comes from being around people who are united with that same goal of, of making something awesome. Right. Um, I wanna ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You've both said, but it was attributed to Casey, that everyone <laughs> no. is creative. Right, yeah. Um, why is it then? that so often there's creative departments hmm. and a creative department will have the film and the cinematography, the music, but won't have the finance, hmm. but, but finance is solving problems right. and they're creative in their solutions. So why do we have creative departments? What needs to change to make it seem, cause I am, am not an artistic person, mm-hmm. but uh, somebody will say, oh, we need, a, we need the creative people in a room. Mm. And I get up and walk out because that's no. that is not where I'm supposed to be because it's labeled creative. Mm-hmm. So how do we get through that tension and how do people like me who don't make music or don't make graphics and visuals, how, how do we express our creativity? How do we fit in? I would like to quickly debunk some of the things that were just said. Um, I think every creative team, department, film team, graphic design team, what have you, has people who are looking after the finances, has people who are project managing, like everything has checks and balances. So technical skill is needed for a lot of this stuff like editing and cinematography and photography and what have you, but there's someone also there to go, we have this budget, this is what we can do and um, helping to kind of keep those projects on track and get off the ground and, and stay realistic. And there are people who are there going, this needs to get done by this day. And we need to have this to this person to be able to, um, refine it and, and get it to the final product by this day. And I would say one can't happen without the other. I think it's true that some people are, um, more naturally gifted or skewed towards, um, functioning more administratively or thinking more logistically. And some people are more, um, free spirited in your thinking for lack of better words, but, um, one can't function without the other. So to any person that feels like they need to get up and leave the room when such a invitation is called, I would say, sit back down. You have a place, you have a voice and, um, what you bring to the table is unique from everyone else and is just as necessary as the person who knows how to turn on a camera and, um, make a movie. Yeah, that, that's that's fascinating. Uh, another question is um, we're in this online space so much right now, especially because of COVID, um, and, and we're so online. So the question is, like, how do we do relationships online? Mm. And do we, it, will there be a point where we're completely digital or do we still need in-person relationships? Talk to us about that tension. 
Um, quick turn. Big yeah, question. quick turn. Um, so I, the first thing I'd say is I have not figured this all out. Not not there, you know. Um, but a couple of things I have learned. I wouldn't say that this is going anywhere. Um, like my wife's family lives in Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, and so... 95% of our relationship is online because we don't get to see them regularly. And so we're not exhausting. Like never would I say like this should go away because it's giving them a way to see their grandchildren and their kids every single day. It's giving them a way to be in touch. Um, but I would say it's being intentional in, in the words mm -hmm. and when you're doing it, making it more than just an emoji, mm -hmm. making it more than just a tap reaction on the message, making it more than um, just an okay or a short message. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's like doing the voice memo thing and just letting it be raw to them. And it's like, oh, it's not, it's not necessarily perfect, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I would say it's being intentional about those moments. It's about um, like there's Netflix watch parties, there's YouTube watch parties, there's mm -hmm. all these different things. And you can still be intentional about having those moments together because, um, it's, I, I, I personally don't see this going anywhere. And I think it would be a, a miss to say, we need to push this out of there mm -hmm. because in person, in, in person is incredible. Like I would be so upset if I didn't get to see my wife on a regular basis, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I'm so thankful for the opportunities that when I am away for work or mm -hmm. when I am away on a project that I still get to be in touch with her. Yeah, that's, that's great. I think that the, the, the connection between people and creativity and relationships, it's all very tight. And I'm grateful for guys like Steve Jobs who are creative. Oh, yeah. Come on. And, and are allowing this to happen right, right. now on, mm -hmm. on Apple podcasts right it's incredible shout yeah shout, shout it out yep um man that that's so incredible casey what is a, a way that you um what's a way that you as a creative person are able to lead with so many different uh relationships and people and online and i know that part of what you do is you lead ministry online Mm -hmm. with people from across the country. How does that happen? Hmm. Still figuring out the answer to that yeah. one. <laughs> We're still learning. I love that about what we get to do. We learn every single week um, new things on, on how to be better and how to do better. Um, I think what Joel said is key, like intentionality, intentionality, intentionality. Right. Like mm -hmm. um, it, it can't happen without paying attention to people. Like people are, are what? the thing that do what we do like we can't do what we do without people and right. we have some really really great people um that serve with us and and help lift our arms to do what we do on a weekly basis um i'll give some shout outs i mean we have great guys like steven who serves with us and can play any role in the team right. when we live stream awesome. he can play any role in the team audio camera switcher anything he can do it all and um he's just willing to spend time hanging out with us and, and serving our young adults. And, um, I think it just takes like people with vision and, and people who are on board for the mission ahead. Like that's not his job. He doesn't 
get paid to do that. But he just loves our young adult community and loves seeing people connect online from all over the place. So he's willing to just take the time and be there. And um, people like Andrew, who's an awesome group leader, um, who same thing, just has a vision to see young adults have a place and a space to be in community, even on the internet, even on Zoom. Still, we have our gatherings happening in person, but there are still people who um, either don't live here or aren't ready to come back yet who who need a community and just um, having people who, who see that vision and are willing to get on board and just run towards the mission and be a part of it is, is how we do what we do. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and we are so grateful for you this has been such an incredible conversation we talked about creativity and online and relationships yeah. they're they're incredibly important so if you have not yet this is the moment subscribe to the podcast right. comment below True. share about it like it tell somebody about this we we do this podcast all the time and your friends need to know about it so True. this concludes this episode of the young and adulting podcast we'll see you next week Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.